You are listening to Sport Tracks on SAFM. Okay, we've got two guests on the line, right? Two guests on the line. Let's find out a little bit more about this fantastic idea, Triumph for Run for Rangers at the Tundra Safari. Okay, let me give you some history. A bunch of runners with very sore bodies kept their smiles. They ran 100 kilometers through the Tundra Safari Game Reserve in KwaZulu-Natal. Let's find out why they did it and how they organized this. Let's start with uh, Harry Bailey, Hilton College learner. Harry, good evening to you. Thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thank you for having me. What did you do in this run? So uh, my main role in this run was the original instigator of the idea and mm-hmm. getting it on track. I was the person crazy enough to come up with the idea of running that far. So when everybody was doing it and decided to run 100Ks, they would look at you and go, why did you make us do this? Yeah, there they were definitely a, a couple looks like that, I will say. <laughs> why did you decide that this was a good idea, Harry? Or what, why did you decide to do it? Well, so for me, uh, inspiration came from around last year in July. There was a master at my school who came with, uh, with a big idea to run such cycle all the way to Manguzi on the Mozambican border from the school. And this was him, and he's, he was never a very fit guy, and the whole thing was to raise money to build a sign... He, he was a science teacher at the school, and he always thought it was the most important subject. And so through uh, certain people me and my dad were in contact with, we ran a support car behind them, taking them the whole way. And while I to experience some incredible things, meet some incredible people, and I think uh, the, the real idea that this could be something I could do mm. was put on the back of my mind. And around November last year, that's when I really thought, hey, maybe I should try something. And it all just snowballed from there. Okay. You know, you could have done like a 20K run. Exactly, yeah. And I, somehow it went to 100. <laughs> I'm still lost. <laughs> Had you, are you a runner, Harry? Are you a good runner? Do you run long distances before all of this? Um, by no means at all. The most I had generally run before that was five kilometers. <laughs> okay, so a hundred kilometer run was what you were thinking initially to raise money for rhinos, right? Uh, well, rhinos is a bit of a knock-on effect from this because mm-hmm. our main goal was to support and uplift rangers in need because okay. one of our main initiatives was that rangers are de- def- definitely overlooked in our communities because they are putting in a lot of work just to keep our bushes alive. Mm. And and they're the ones that look after the rhinos. We hear those stories all the time, those anti-poaching rhino, uh, rangers, those kind of people. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you found Tanda Safari. Yeah. Um, what was that first phone call like when you phoned them up and said, can I run 100 kilometers through your safari game reserve, please? Well, I mean, so we initially sent them a couple of emails some of their departments, and we actually then got invited to come down, take a look at the place, and see if this was really a big idea. And we sat down with one of the one of the uh, of uh, Tundra Game Reserve, a man named Truman, absolutely mm. incredible person. And so when we sat down at that table, I felt I definitely felt a bit of tension there because uh, it was just very a very radical idea at the time. But uh, well, so after a nice long chat, you know, really pitching the idea, uh, we got them on board somehow. I'm still I still am a bit shocked about that. <laughs> okay. Then, you know, Let's... Board, it really just went just went crazy. Let's bring in uh, from the Tanda Group, the Chief Financial Officer of the Tanda Group, John Lowe. Uh, John, were you part of that meeting initially when when Harry said, we want to run through your game reserve? How's it been? Yeah. 
So it was, yes, it was quite inspirational. It was literally a about three weeks ago or four weeks ago that we got the call that says, listen, we want to get this going, uh, especially with Jadab being International Rangers Month. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this 18-year-old kid. I don't even know whether he's got his driver's license. Um, and it's literally to run 100 kilometers. And it's not 100 kilometers on tar road. It's 100 kilometers through bush, uh, uneven terrain, big five territory, uh, not a runner. I mean, the, the, the kid can run five k's. It's what his best has been prior to this. So it's quite amazing that the group has been able to pull this together mm. um, and aimed not specifically at, at, at Rhino, which is typically what most organizations look at, um, but it's, it's the Rangers themselves, which are the people that are protecting the Rhinos. Um, so the, the behind the scene, I think, is such an inspirational story that we've managed to pull, pull through here. Okay, let's. Uh, I think we've put Harry on hold. Harry, I want to bring you back. Let's talk about the logistics of how you did this. What was the what was the thinking? Who was running it? How did you get people to get involved? Well, so a lot of a lot of this happened through an organisation who I've been in contact with through my school called Sports for Lives, who helped uh, to encourage people to um, and athletes to use sports as an outlet to raise awareness and funds for certain ideals they hold close to them. Mm. So. Through, long, through a long conversation with them and one of their co-founders, who is, who's a currently a master at my school, Chris Kingsley, an absolutely incredible man, um, we chatted, and once we got them on board, they really helped us to take over. I mean, with their um, vast connections, we were able to find just the right people who were willing to support us. And I mean, also through Tanda and Project Rana, we were able to find some rangers who were very excited to join us oh. and be well, you, you probably needed their rifles to be able to stop the lions from eating you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the biggest worry. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so how many people ran the hundred kilometers? It was around uh, eight to ten of us because we had some people who had to pull out at certain times, some people who came in a bit late. Mm. So, how long did it take you? Uh, the first day was a good around eight hours, maybe seven and a half, and second day we pushed close to nine or ten. <laughs> okay, so you, it wasn't comrades marathon pace. Definitely not. Trust me. <laughs> and what were the conditions like? As as John was saying, it's you, you weren't running on roads. You were running on on I don't know gravel traps and things. Yeah. So you know very so general dirt roads. You know ones where you had lots of ruts in the road, loose rocks. I mean lots of climb and go down long valleys to run through. So was, I wouldn't say the conditions are ideal for any general runner at all. Mm. Uh, John Lowe, Chief Financial Officer, Tunder Group. Uh, safety, I imagine, would have been first and foremost in your head. What was what was that process like to say, well, let's hope everybody's okay? Yeah, so, of course, running in a big five game, is a, that was the initial concern was, listen, how are we going to actually pull this off, especially in such a short duration? Um, fortunately, we managed to plan it quite nicely and got the entire wildlife team involved um, and had basically a vehicle in front and a vehicle behind the people at all times. And in case there was an emergency, they could radio to between two vehicles and literally tell the guys to get onto the vehicles for protection. Right. Um, I think Harry even saw some, some buffalo and they jumped on the vehicle at the time. <laughs> um, so really, really quite a cool experience. But yeah, safety, of course, we've got to make mm. sure everyone's everyone's covered at all times. Uh, you mentioned they were doing this for the Rangers, but I want to talk about the Rhinos. There was a there was a story that rhino poaching was back again after the lockdown. Is is it as bad as it was three years ago? 
Yeah, there's been a massive spike, and it's particularly in KZN. Um, Kruger was was it was definitely targeted prior to to lockdown. Mm. Um, over the last two years, it had certainly dropped down. Um, I know that they've, they've exported a lot of runners out of South Africa um, just simply to protect them. Wow. So a lot of a lot of runners have been have been sent to Australia and to Malawi. Um, but since the start of this year, it's, it's been incredibly badly hit in the Ampelosi Shishluri area. Um, and they're, private, they're targeting a lot of the private lands, unfortunately. Um, Tanda, fortunately, hasn't been hit, but it's also just a matter of time, which is why we need these people and we need the support of Project Rana mm. and these rangers to protect the animals wherever they happen to be. Okay, so Harry Bailey, you, you set a figure that you wanted to raise for Run for Rangers to not only raise awareness, but also to be able to help them financially. Uh, what was that figure and how did you do? So, um, but first we were thinking, we were thinking close to maybe around 50,000, maybe 80,000, mm-hmm. until we had the, the big push from, the, from one of our friends of the Sports for Lives organization to push 100,000. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we thought that's quite a big amount of money. I mean, but on the last day, and sixty thousand. Say that again. You broke up. How much? Hundred. Oh, you break you up again. I'll I'll say how much it was. One hundred and sixty thousand rand raised in three weeks. So a big round of applause. When you hear that number, Harry Bailey, when you think back to uh, when you first came up with the idea, is it even remotely close to what you wanted? My mind is still baffled. <laughs> I, I I do actually struggle to really understand how we got this far mm. if only you'd put in more time we would have got like much more money just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Lowe when you hear that kind of money 160,000 raised it, it, it must lift your spirits up to know that the ranges are being supported yeah it's just such an inspirational story I mean for a, a, a school kid who's in his matric year during his school holidays to pull this off mm. it is really such a nice story to hear um, and just the, the awareness uh, and the, the relationships that have been developed from this. Um, we're hoping that it'll be a legacy event and and the story that Harry, Harry was able to create this year will just continue going forward. Tell us, what are, who are the rangers? Are those the people that take the tourists for their drive or are these unknown people that sort of make sure the game reserves are, are being looked after? I don't, I've never seen a ranger in real life. Okay, so the the game rangers are the people that that guard people on on your on your safari. Mm-hmm. So they they've gone through Fagasa, um, and which is a which guards basically who who can do the training of of um, to basically tell you about what's going on in the nature in in the nature reserve itself. Right. But the rangers themselves are the people with the boots on the ground um, that are protecting the animals. So. You won't necessarily see them. Um, they'll be hiding and, and tracking the animals and making sure that there aren't uh, encroachments into the areas by, by people looking for bushmeat. Um, obviously, in most of these areas where there are game reserves, the surrounding communities are quite poor. Mm. Uh, they're looking for food, um, which is bush which is bushmeat. And then, of course, it's, it's the poaching scourge, um, targeting uh, black and white rhino, targeting the elephant, and even targeting some of the other creatures like your vultures, um, for various uh, various needs, um, obviously a lot of the stuff is sold across to to Asia, um, but also just for for witchcraft and multi, they use a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the parts of animals. Um, so the rangers are the people that have to protect all the animals. That's that's really what it is.
Harry, before that line disappears, Harry Bailey, Hilton College learner, did you run the whole 100 kilometers? Yes, I did. I mean, we, we say we say run as a somewhat loose term because I mean, <laughs> when, whenever whenever there was a whenever there was a hill, there was me and couple other guys we said one degree in income we call that a hill we walk up that <laughs> walk up the hill run down the hill yeah that was the i mean on the second day everyone was definitely feeling a bit sore and mm. stuff, so uh, we did an end a bit later i wow. mean the pace had definitely slowed down but you know there was still just that drive to get it done i know comrades runners that's that's ex- that's exactly their tactic as soon as it goes uphill you start walking and you run down the hills it's it's a it's a real life tactic yeah are you going to do it again, Harry? That is a question I've been asked a couple of times, and I, I'm waiting for my, my body to actually <laughs> say I can do anything again. Mm. I, I mean, you could do 200Ks next time and race 380,000. Right? Yeah, that, that, that might be pushing a little bit, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, John Lowe, would you be open to doing something like this yearly? Yeah, we're certainly looking at it. Um, so it's from from what we've from what we've been able to achieve just from this one event, mm. um, it's really been such an incredible experience for everybody that was involved. Um, and just watching it on social media, um, I had the benefit of not having to do the running, so that, <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, we'd love to be able to have similar events going forward. I think it's such a lovely thing to be able to just create the awareness of what the Rangers experience. Mm. Um, and and yeah, I, I'm supportive of, of Harry's in. I'm in. I've been lucky enough to do a mountain bike race through a game reserve in Limpopo. And and that raises plenty of money as well because the, just the honor of being able to go through a game reserve in the wild like that just, just changes the way you see the wildlife. Harry, did you experience that as well? Definitely. You know, having your feet on the ground there you know, really creates a whole different perspective of what's around you. I mean, just taking in, just even when there weren't animals and such, just the beauty of... Mm. The nature in South Africa really was that I can't describe. You really have to experience it for yourself. Yeah, and being out there knowing that there could be a lion around the corner. Yeah, that, that, that was definitely on, in the back of my mind, I will say. <laughs> John Lowe, thank you very much and uh, to the Tunder Group for allowing this to happen. Harry Bailey, congratulations to you on putting this together and good luck in your matric year as well. Hopefully you get all the A's you need. Thank you very much. Harry Bailey is a Hilton College learner and John Lowe is the Chief Financial Officer at the Tunder Group, raised 160,000 rand for Run for Rangers, raising awareness for the incredible work that Rangers do. And yeah, well done to them. I didn't know. Ranger Month. Did you know? You didn't know it was Ranger Month. Now you do. Makoti Down Products is a proudly South African family business started more than 30 years ago with 12 geese and a piece of material. Makoti manufactures duvets, pillows, sleeping bags and high quality Egyptian cotton linen. Our Down products are suitable for people with dust mite allergies and come with a lifelong guarantee. And we offer a nationwide cleaning service for all your feather and down products. Visit us at makoti.co.za or call us on 041 for quality down. Makoti down.